Friday, December 8th, and if KNBR doesn't want it, I'll take it back. Welcome to Sports Phone Friday, also known as MoFo Friday here on the Plus. And I'm going to tell you right now, I have already added into the chat today's link that you need to click on and you can become part of the show today. It is a full-on sports phone. What is on your mind is what I want to talk about. We all know what's coming up this weekend. We got 49ers. We got Seahawks. Larry and I just did an extensive, a robust breakdown of what could happen this weekend on a 49ers wake up, which came to you this Friday morning. If you missed that, it's going to be available all day on YouTube. It's going to be available on podcast in just a little bit. And it is good to have you around today. Again, you click on that link and you get in line and we're going to start chit-chatting with you. Now, I apologize for the reflection. It can be a little bit of a distraction, I've heard. You see the TV being reflected in some of the glass behind me. Well, I got to have the TV on because we are all waiting for the news that is Shohei Otani is going to play where all indications are we're going to get this news maybe even within the hour today. So I got my eye on that. We can talk football, baseball, whatever. It's just us hanging out for the next couple of hours. We, of course, have some sponsors to thank. A good for ball, bad for ball segment is also coming up, brought to you by our friends at Uncle Boy's. Uh, John says, my favorite part of working from home, being able to watch the Plus live, maybe a few bottle pulls myself. Yeah, get aggressive. Get aggressive, John. It's a Friday. And click that link if you want to join us here taking video calls. Yosarian is saying, hey, Sports Phone 68, that's cool. I can't wait to watch. Is he still doing good for ball, bad for ball? We certainly are. That's coming up in a little bit. And of course, Michelle Haberman with a happy MoFo Sports Phone Friday and we are here. We're underway. Are you ready for Der Kaiser and Der Gilroy? Oh my goodness, he is here. Kaiser of all, I mean, come on. You and I have been yeah. talking for years and we almost. finally get to meet. How are you, Kaiser? I was about to say the same thing, almost 20 years and here we are face to face and look, we'll be spectacled ourselves. <laughs> Incredible. Are you wearing an Oklahoma City Thunder jersey? No, it is a uh, San Diego Clippers throwback and it is kobe bryant's dad on the back oh i like that an awful lot very yeah, nice it's, kaiser it's, yeah i found it in a um there's a retro throwback shop up in oregon and i've had like three or four of them made from them including a saber cats sacramento gold miners and i think i i forget what else but um yeah this was one it was san diego clippers and Joe what bryant player did. what player did you rock on the back of your san jose saber cat jersey me and oh, okay. oh uh, people, yeah, people thought because I put 16 on it. And the reason why is that's how many Sabercats games I went to before the team folded in 2015. And people kept thinking it's a Mark Grieve jersey. I actually met Darren Arbett. He was um, briefly coach of the Bay Area Panthers earlier this year. And that's right. he, they must have swept him under the carpet because he wasn't coaching for them, you know, them for long. It was um, his assistant. And they rocked it. They went all the way, won the title, and now they're sticking around in San Jose for a while. They needed I, to do that. Hey, I, I didn't think Darren Arbett was going to make the show today. I'm awfully happy that he did. <laughs> so thank you, Kaiser. So Kaiser in Der Gilroy, are you literally surrounded by fields of garlic right now? 
Uh, only in the mornings. When you go outside, you take that first whiff, especially when you go on uh, 152 headed towards like the east side, the Fresno, Los Banos. You're, there's a um, food plant there on the highway, and you're hit with garlic and onions first thing in the morning. But Absolutely. other than that, no, what we haven't had um, the garlic festival in the last uh, four years now. And COVID was one reason. The second reason was there was a shooting that happened. Terrible shooting, yeah. Yeah, my uh, some of my family were in that shooting. Thankfully, none of them got hurt, but they were at the festival at the time. Jeez, well, I'm glad no one indeed was hurt there. So, Kaiser, obviously, we get a chance to sit around and chit chat. Uh, you you thinking you thinking Forty Nine ers Seahawks here? Did you call to talk about Otani? Did you call to talk about the? The defunct San Jose Sabercats. What can we do for you this glorious yeah. day? I actually got a few questions. First off, now that Cal and Stanford are with the big boys in the Big Ten, will there be any Damon Bruce sightings at basketball games when Indiana comes out here? Well, here's the thing. that Cal and Stanford are not in the Big Ten. They're in the ACC. Oh, that's they right. That's they didn't right. make the Big Ten. They did not I pass Big to... Ten muster. But you, you know said, what? I knew they went somewhere. I forgot. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm absolutely going to be interested in Duke coming out to Haas or North Carolina coming on out to Maples Pavilion. Yeah, those are going to be, you know, maybe the first in-demand Bay Area college basketball tickets in a long time. So, yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely going to, you know, follow the ridiculous nature of two teams that can literally see the Pacific Ocean from their campuses join the ACC. It's nuts, but this is the world that we're now living in. Um, what I am excited about is that when Indiana comes to that first game at Pauley Pavilion against UCLA, that's the game I want to go to. That's I will be going out of my way for that IU UCLA game at Pauley Pavilion. Yeah, no, I'm like I said, my bad. I thought they went to the Big Ten. I was thinking of use the, the two LA colleges at That's all right. There, that's like, all right. You what do you think of that? What do you think of that, though, with um, UCLA and UC USC? I think they were once the pride and joy of the uh, Pac-12 going over there, the Big Ten, and just playing games like Michigan and Ohio it's, State and those guys. There's going to be a rude awakening for those teams. Uh, uh, USC is either going to like really show up and take over the pack or the, the big 10, or they're about to become the West coast Penn state where the minute they join the big 10, they ain't as great as they used to be. There is a humbling nature of big 10 football that Penn state stepped into and really has not been on a national radar since the uh, university of Nebraska hasn't played a single important football game since joining the big 10. And they found themselves basically now they're just Minnesota with better uniforms um, Big Ten will take the, the success of Oregon and Washington and USC and UCLA at times and just spit all over it. It, it is a brutal conference. So it'll be interesting. I, it breaks my heart that it all happened. It sucks. Like, I wish we could go back in time, Kaiser, and make it not happen. I wish Dion could have joined the Pac-12 two years before he did. That would have been enough interest to get them a television contract, which would have saved the conference. And I wish we could just hit a reset button and says, like, let's pretend none of this ever happened and just go back to the way it should be. That's what I really wish we could do. And it's, and it's sad because Pac-12 was a decent football conference for a while. It was like, the Big East basketball was kind of big, and it's just no one talks about it anymore. It's just a bunch of no, no, nobodies in the Big East these days. And 
um, like I said, I used to root for Pac-12. I was hardcore. I'm more of like an SEC fellow these days. I've mean, been rooting for Ole Miss for the last 10 years. But- oh, you're the one. But <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask you, is that a is that a Joe Panic cat cardboard cutout behind you? No, it's me. It's um, oh. for 2020. Um, I decided to uh, drop some cash and be part of the whole cutout madness in 2020. Very cool. And you got it. They, they gave. They sent you. Yeah. They they sent it to me after the season. They put me. Uh, you also got to pick where you wanted it to be. So I got it out in the arcade section around 147, and they sent it back. They sent it to me, and they authenticated it. So you'll see a little hologram on the bottom of it. I'm glad where you that- sat. What your name was and. So I have it up there with my cat, yeah. Kaiser, you wouldn't be you unless Major League Baseball had authenticated it's actually you. I'm glad that they did that. Dude, it was great to finally meet you. It is really cool that we can do these video chats and more than just talk, but actually see you. Thank, I'm, I mean this. You've been, you've been rolling with me for decades, and I thank you very much for all of it. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Appreciate Weinacht then, Mayor Bruce. Ooh, Yalvolt mein Herr. There he is, Der Kaiser and Der Gilroy. Fantastic to have him aboard. Uh, what I want to do is invite you to just, all you need to do is go back through this chat. I have added it twice now. The link that you need to click on, then you got to sign up a little bit and get your name out there and just do a little work on your end. And boom, you can join us here as we recapture the magic that was Sports Phone. Before we hop into another call, like I said, I always want to thank my sponsors, right? And we want to get it out of the way early when so many people are watching and checking us out. Thank you so much to Ike's. Ike's, the delicious sandwich. He's done all he can to get Shohei Otani to San Francisco. Is he going to be a Dodger? Is he going to be a Blue Jay? I don't know. There are Ike's available in LA. I don't know if he's got an Ike's in Toronto. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure he doesn't right now. Um, But he's done all he could to get Shohei to the Bay Area. Don't know if it's going to be the difference maker when it's all said and done. But the difference maker in you having a delicious lunch or just a lunch is whether or not you get in touch with my man, Ike. Go get yourself a sandwich at Ike's. You'll be very happy that you did. Uh, we want to thank Dr. Paul Hughes, who sponsors Post Game and Damon. We're going to be coming to you live at the two-minute warning of the 49ers and Seahawks game, and it's brought to you by Hughes Orthopedics. If you want to get your knees taken care of, your shoulder taken care of, Without invasive surgery, he is the guy to talk to. Go to orthopedicsurgeries.com if you want to possibly be able to avoid an orthopedic surgery. So Dr. Paul Hughes with offices down in San Mateo is there to help you out if you're experiencing pain. And um, we want to always thank our friends Uncle Boys on a Friday who sponsor a good for ball, bad for ball segment. And we have... The same person starring in both categories today, Uncle Boys, good for ball, is Eric Armstead. Eric Armstead being nominated for Walter Payton Man of the Year for a fourth consecutive year. This is a charity-minded, really good guy, big fan of Eric Armstead and what he does to reach out back to his own community and take care of it. Bad for ball, also Eric Armstead, not playing this weekend against Seattle. That is not good news. Um, I didn't even know that he was going to be out this week and next week to Larry and I were talking about it on 49ers wake up. So Eric Armstead, good for ball with his charity work, bad for ball, my not being able to play this weekend against Seattle. And I also want to throw one more bad for ball out there an extra bad for ball, the passing of Norman Lear, 
the great television producer, TV writer, all he did was pass away surrounded by family at the age of 101 on December 5th. And all he gave us was All in the Family, Maud, Good Times, and the Jeffersons, for goodness sakes. Norman Lear, way ahead of his time. So thanks to Uncle Boys for sponsoring our Good for Ball, Bad for Ball segment every Friday here on a Sports Phone Friday. And let's get back to it. Nicotina. Hey, what's going on? Nicotina is someone that has recently been a a new subscriber to the channel. Yes. I think you found me via Larry Kruger and Nicotina. Great to have you. Come aboard, man. How you doing? Great, man. You know, a long time listener, first time caller. Uh, But you know what? I, I said it in the chat over uh, on uh, Four Niners Wake Up. I mean, Sports on 6A doesn't exist anymore. It existed when Larry was there. It existed when you were there. And then it didn't exist at all. Because, I mean, there's no reason why guys like you and Larry shouldn't be the kings of sports talk radio in the Bay Area if it wasn't for these, you know, these stations that are all about budget cuts <laughs> and being politically correct about everything. And instead of just letting it fly and giving the fans hosts that have a point of view, a fan's point of view, they want to vanillaize it. And it's just, it's terrible. It's terrible what they've done. And I'm so glad you guys are on YouTube, just absolutely killing it. And being able to listen to you guys every day, every morning or whatnot, it's, it's so refreshing. So absolutely. I really appreciate it, Nicotina. Thank you very, very much. And it's look, I'll tell you, it's so fun to be here. Like I, I, I have never had more fun doing shows than the shows that I get to do here because I can just be myself. I don't exactly. have to worry about a single thing that's exactly. said or missaid or anything like that. And it's, it's very liberating. And as yeah. soon as, you know, as soon as we start making some real money over here, then the, then the real joke will be on them. Right, um, exactly. Now, now Damon, there was a couple things though. One, the link to the link in the chat, you have to, you have to uh, pin it to the chat. And that way it never goes away. And that way they can always see the link. You don't have to keep reposting it. Oh, see, I don't even know how to pin anything. So like, there's, there's like three little dots in the corner where, where, of that post. Okay. You say pin to chat and it'll stay at the top of the chat. For the the now, that might, I don't know if I got that on, on my, uh, on, on, on what I use. It's on YouTube. So if you go to YouTube, like the actual stream, you can do it there. See, here's the thing. I'm not streaming on YouTube. I'm using a service called Restream. And no, 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 no. So, yes, yeah, you're using Restream, but if you go on YouTube.com and go, go to your channel, to where the live stream is at, that's where you can do it. The producer that I don't have should be able to do that for there you. Go. There you go. Down the road. And, 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 and I'm talking to you. And, and another thing, too, is, uh, you know what I think you need is a little more in. And I heard it yesterday, and I was like, damn, where has that soundbite been? I missed it. I missed it. The hearing on KBR. Annie, baby. Pound it, pound it, pound it. And I was there. I was there. Well, I shouldn't say I was there. I was in my car when Andy called and said that, talking about the Giants hitters. And I was like, man, did you hear that yesterday? I was like, oh, this is great. But, but Damon, let me ask you, man. The Niners put on a serious ass whooping on the Eagles. And wasn't that just refreshing just to see them go out there and just punch him in the mouth and say, yeah, we're better. You're not. And get it was, look, it was, it's as satisfying a regular season win as I can remember the Niners having since I've covered them. Now, all it is is a regular season win, but what it sets in motion is consequences for the Eagles going to Dallas this weekend for the 49ers trying to win out. Let's see what the lions do. It sets up 
a very interesting end of this season when just two weeks ago, the Eagles probably thought that they had that one seed wrapped up and not much to worry about. Now, all of a sudden, there is worry in Philadelphia. So it was a big win, lots of consequence there. And, um, you know, it's just, it was awesome to see them deliver in a moment that a lot of people thought they might let down. Now yeah. it's up to them to make sure that they keep on delivering. And as Larry and I said in, in 49ers wake up, I really do think not that any game is ever one thing, but if they can make sure DK Metcalf doesn't go like bonkers on them, bonkers. Okay. I, I think they I agree. Win. I, think they, I, I think they win. I think they cover. I, I, I definitely agree with you that DK Metcalf is probably the guy that they have to stop the most. But if you look at on the flip side of things, right, when they went against the Dallas Cowboys, the Cowboys gave up 35 fucking points to the Seahawks. In the week before that, how many did they score against the Niners? Like what? It was like, uh, I forgot what the score was. It was under 20. So it was the first time, if I got this correct, it was the first time the Seahawks have scored 35 and lost. Yeah, Carroll became their head coach. But, but that tells you a lot about the Cowboys, that they were able to give up that many points to the Seahawks when the Niners shut them down. And on top of that, Damon, the uh, the Seahawks were completely overwhelmed against the Niners. And they weren't against the Cowboys. They were in that game. And I think it goes to show you that the Cowboys are here, but the Niners are still way up here. I, and, I would agree with you. I would agree with you. Now, hopefully – the Cowboys can be above the Eagles this week and help the Niners out just a little bit. But I still think Philadelphia is probably going to win that game. I mean, Philadelphia has been the better team than Dallas all year long. They've already beaten them once, but it was a close game. Mm -hmm. And we'll see what, what I mean, there's, there's so much that can go into and wrong in a game. The Eagles haven't won in Dallas since 2017. But, but at the same time, though, Dallas hasn't beat a team with a winning record, aside from the, the Seahawks that were 6-5. and five. Doesn't matter. All these, <laughs> and, and that's the thing. All then, these teams are good. Everybody's like, oh, well, you know, the the Eagles, you know, they beat the Bills. The Bills are six and six. They were six and six for a reason. They can't stop anybody. And so they were just asking to give that game away. Uh, so it was to me that wasn't really much of a shocker. Uh, and and it was it it was truth be told, the Irons went in there and they just, you know, kicked them in the butt and said, get out, get out of the way. And now it puts pressure on the Eagles to say, hey, look, we can't lose. If we lose, they're going to keep winning and we're going to lose our number one spot. So I think if anything, it was a great thing that, that we destroyed them because now it puts more pressure on them to perform week in and week out as we get to the end of the season. So I, I'm really looking forward to that. And Nick, uh, it was look, it was it was great meeting you. You got as as colorful a background as I've seen anyone. I have a YouTube with. channel. That's why. So look at that. I love it. <laughs> And, and, and you know, books. and you know, Damon, uh, I uh, I promote uh, Larry's show on all my videos, uh, and I and I would love to do it for you as well because I mean, both you guys, I'm so happy to see you guys having so much success on YouTube. It's well deserved, and the fact that you guys are not on KMBR or, or uh, 957 The Game is just ridiculous. But I think it's better. Not only it's a, it's a state of the industry, it really. Is. It says it more is. about them than it does us. I mean, it's a sinking ship, and you can see it. You guys especially can see that it's a sinking ship, and you're like, man, maybe it's a good thing I'm not there. Hey, their loss 
is our benefit. And I'm glad to have you guys on YouTube and I love watching your show. So you're doing a great job. Thank you, brother. And I'll tell you, word of mouth is the single best promotion available. So I thank you very much for touting not only Larry, but me and, and, and I, I wish you the very, very best. And uh, hopefully we get thank to you. talk to you on sports phone Fridays going forward. I like it. In the meantime, Merry Christmas, brother. Thank you so very much. Nicotina coming on in. Oh, we got a little line of people here now. This is T from the 203. What's going on, Trevor? I'm great. Um, how about your San Jose Sharks winning some games, as I like to bring a hockey mention to the show anyways. Thank everyone. you for bringing the show to a screeching halt by bringing up hockey. That's very <laughs> nice of you. But yeah, whenever, look, every single Shark win should probably be celebrated because there yeah. aren't going to be a lot of them. <laughs> you had two of them, by the way, coming back from 4-1 four, four, and 4 nothing. So you're... You have the right to celebrate this. Bottle. Hey, by the way, as a guy who is uh, working on the Miami Heat flagship, I need yeah. some uh, Jaime Jaquez gear from you. Like oh. next time they're giving away uh, like a T-shirt night or a bobblehead, you got to scoop up one for me because my wife's friend, Michelle, mm -hmm. uh, is a huge UCLA she went to UCLA. She's yeah. a huge Hawkeyes fan. So you got to give me some Hawkeyes swag. All right. I will find a way to do that. And by the way, I've been saying this since preseason play the kids, especially Jaime Hawkeyes Jr. As much as a college basketball savant, I like to say, he should be playing no matter what. He's the only thing entertaining on this mediocre Heat team right now. There you go. There you go. Mediocre, except for the kid who's getting it done. Yeah. So. There you are, still rocking your Eagles hat. I, I'm glad I, I, you're I, I, loyal I, I, to your team, even yeah. after such an embarrassing, humiliating was win. Not embarrassing the Eagles, but for the entire city. Was it an embarrassing loss? I had no problem with it, honestly. I said this on my podcast. I said it on the day, the Upper World Podcast Live Edition right after the Eagles-Niner game. We, I was going up against 49ers um, two-minute post-game in Damon for a while and see how this will go anyways. <laughs> it's all right. Hey, there's plenty of us to go around. Plenty oh, yeah, of YouTube definitely. for everyone. Yeah, it was me and Sam Lubbock. I told him, like, I'm not even mad at the Eagles. I said this. They had, a, they had a gauntless stretch. If they have to lose anyone, lose to the Niners. I'm cool with that. Just beat Dallas the following week and find a way to beat Seattle and stuff. And here's the other fun fact for everyone. I had a bunch of Niner fans after this whole week, and I was like, cool, bud. You won, you won the game. We'll, we'll win the wars. I like many people have been saying down here in, 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 in Philadelphia Eagle country, a.k.a. South Florida, and also up north. So I will say this. You can, guys can take the regular season win. I want to see – I want to see. I want, I'm here for the rematch. That's all I like to say. Let's see if let's see who's hosting this rematch. Yeah, let's see I, it. Here, let's see here, it. I would like to see the game again. There's no doubt. I, I yeah. would love to. Um, I don't know if the Eagles would really love that though. I mean, that was you got That's the fine. worst first quarter out of any Kyle Shanahan team of all time. Yeah, and then your doors got blown off. That's fine. I I will say this: the team sucked. I was I was saying you had you, they were going through like four. So many quarters of like playing from behind, playing playing from behind. I was like, this had to break sometime. As many Eagle Niner games I have watched in the history, which was not, which is a lot. The Niners will find a way to win, which I'm not mad about at all. So you guys could have this regular season win. The, the true game is the Dallas week. That's that's where it really matters in the standings of the NFC Conference, and no matter what, if it's in San Francisco, I'll say this right now. I'm coming out for the game. All I right, have no, I have no problem saying that. I will find a way to get a ticket. And I'll find a way to 
find myself to get out there somehow. So I will say there that. Is. I will find it, a way. Be warned, Niners fans. Yes. Be from the 203s swinging into town if they're yeah. hosting the NFC title game. Now, if the Eagles are hosting the NFC title game, you going to Philly? No, I'm not. I, I've, I've came to terms with this. Uh, cold temperatures and Trevor do not work that much anymore. I'm already going to Dallas in February. So there you I gotta, go. you're like you're, you're like my mom. As soon as she moved to Florida, she's like, I don't ever want to see sub 65 degrees ever again in my entire life. I, I don't want anything below 60 degrees. That's me. That's how I go. Like, <laughs> I don't mind a 50. I don't want anything below 50. After 45 <laughs> degrees in Florida, I had enough. My mom sent me a uh, like a Facebook page post of the a weather woman her local yeah. weather woman in sarasota saying like it's a chilly 71 degrees out there right now that's not chilly honey no, I, I already i'm already making fun of people wearing a north face parka jacket or it's like it's that that cold out bud you need your north face out come on man <laughs> t always good to see you man again look be on the lookout for any hawkes swag for me all right yes i will be on the lookout for that um We'll figure. I'll, I'll throw you a demo. I'll, I'll, show, I'll show you what they have at the store because I'm going to a heat game against the Warriors. So, by the way, so be ready Thanks, for that. Man. I appreciate it. Always good to talk to you. There he is. He is a uh, a true pluser if there ever was one. Trevor Harris T from the 203. We thank you very very much. Next in line, Donald. Hello, Donald. What's going on? Hey, Damon. Long time listener, first time caller. Leonard, another nickel for you in the the penny jar. Absolutely. I go. I do, we're, put some weed in the ganja jar, nickel in the penny jar, whatever, however you want to do it. Thank you very much, Donald. A pleasure to meet you. Yes. You know, I followed you from a long time ago from the, the, the bunker in the in the stadium of a candlestick. And, oh, way back in the day. And I uh, followed you to the ficus tree and everything. And, uh, you know, one of my favorite shows of yours was that Coin of Mother, Son of a Bruce. You know, your mom on there. That was uh, a <laughs> so, Here's the deal. Mom is coming in next week and she's going to be doing about a month out here with us she's staying with us to be with the grandkids and whatnot one of these days i'm going to convince her to come on here and we're going to do a coin a mother a son of a bruce just to see if she's still got the heat just to see if she can still beat the coin and me and we'll do some picks maybe we'll bring in joe fortenbaugh to uh to, to break down her gambling analysis yeah, that'd be awesome i also just i saw the lost love loved uh the other one of the other things she had was like favorite uh sports names of all times and one of them was like timbi akabatuka and like sharif abdul rahim and like all these uh oh, totally some great names out there we got to give uh uh got to give some 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 love to to fishing among a timbi akabatuka i mean that was the guy just had a hell of a name um always good to see you donald where, where are you where are you coming from where are you, where are you calling from i'm by uh, stonestown in san francisco oh dude we're almost neighbors i'm out here off of ocean avenue myself yeah I've gone to all your recommendations as well, Uncle Boys and Ike's and all your sponsors. Uh, they're all good, great, great recommendations. Uh, Palmetto Superfoods and all that goodness. That's great, brother. I really appreciate it. Donald, thank you so much for listening all these years. I'm honored to have you in the audience. And thanks for saying hello today. Happy holidays, man. Merry Christmas and, and have yourself a great one. You too. There he is. Donald. Love it. Love it. This is fun. Look at what we get to do. We get to say Hello. 49er Ultimate Report checking in. What's going on, Niner Ultimate Report? What's going on, John? What's up, Damon? How you been? Doing great, man. How are you? Just uh, another day living life and talking sports. I love it, man. I love it. What's uh, what's going on with the Seattle game? I know you're all over the Niners, obviously. What are you worried about? What are you confident in? What do you like? What do you not like? Yeah, so uh, basically, we just played them, you know, just a, a couple of weeks ago, and we, we we went over there. It's a tough place to play, and the Niners just 
played uh, really, really good. Uh, now, you know, it's a divisional game. These games are always the tough ones, no matter what. But one thing that I, I do want to see is, you know, what, what is Seahawks, what is the Seattle Seahawks going to do to adjust from what happened uh, on that Thursday night? Because I know they're not just going to lay down on the ground and just like, just run over us, Niners, run over us. So, you know, are, how are they going to protect their quarterback? You know, how is, is DK Metcalf going to finally expose, you know, uh, you know, Moody Ward? You know, so there's a lot of things that, you know, that they have to adjust. And just because we ran over them, I'm not going to say, oh, you know, we're, we're going to destroy them like we did against the Eagles. Every game in the NFL is, you know, tough. And I just hope that the Niners just continue, you know, with that gas and just, you know, continue to punch all those teams in the mouth. Because, you know, our goal is not just to win the division. I know 49er fans want to win that, that Super Bowl one game at a time. And hopefully uh, we just punch that Seattle in the mouth and continue to do that with the rest of the opponents. John, I don't know what happened there, but you got a little frozen in the camera. So let me just say thank you for coming on, man. Great to talk to you as always. Good luck with you and your channel as well. Happy holidays. Now let's get into some of the things that you said there. I think that the 49ers are a better team than the team that just went and beat Seattle. I don't think Seattle can play that we're better than we were the last time we met card. Getting Kenneth Walker the third back should make their offense a little bit more dangerous, but not that much more dangerous than Charbonnet. I think DJ Dallas could be in the, in line for a lot of carries in this game. And the Niners, again, they shut down DK Metcalf. Where is it coming from? Where is it really coming from if they're able to shut down DK Metcalf? And we just saw Mooney Ward stifle him. Stifle him. He really did. What, three catches, 30-something yards, no touchdowns, had like nine targets still. So the Niners got a lot of success against him. I think that the game that they just played in Philadelphia is going to serve them well this week and next week against two very mobile quarterbacks and Geno Smith. And then, of course, you get the jitterbug that is Kyler Murray. And I just think that there was so much lane discipline. I mean, I don't know what else to call it. There was so much lane discipline enacted against Hertz. I think that he was the perfect warm-up act for these next two quarterbacks that like Hertz are mobile. So the Niners just saw what happens when they stay in their game planned and in their rushing lanes and disciplined and I think that that carries over hopefully to their benefit again against Geno Smith, mobile quarterback Kyler Murray, mobile quarterback, and then after that, it's Lamar. So there's an awful lot of lessons that I think they take from that Philadelphia game and apply going forward. By the way, I have reposted once again the link to get in here, and we go on back to VIP Patel. What's going on, VIP? How are you, man? What's up, man? Long-time listener uh, since back in the... 95-7 game days, so, you know, you always give it a great breakdowns and excited for Niners football, you know. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a good time to be a Brock Purdy fan, and he's doing all the right things. He so, sure is. Where, where are you talking to us from here today? Yeah, I'm in L.A., so, uh, but was in Fremont last 20 years. Wife and I moved down here about two years ago, so. Nice. So down here, Le uh, Levi South, as you know. <laughs> what do you do, VIP? Uh, I work for a startup. 
customer success, cyber security. Oh, nice. Uh, so is your, is your cyber secure? Yeah. Well, I help, I work with customers. So, you know, goal is to just, you know, help them secure all their documents and all that stuff. Very nice. So, uh, Niner Seahawks, Shohei Otani, is he about to be a Dodger? What's going on? What's the feeling down in LA? Yeah. You know, to be honest, I don't follow too much, uh, baseball, but, um, I think I'm, I'm, I, I guess I would support the giants, but I mean, if they can land uh, Otani, that could be huge. Right. Um, I mean, to me, it's it's something that the whole city would need. Like, the hotel rooms need the Giants to get Shohei Otani. I don't know if it's going to happen. Uh, but, again, we're monitoring that story, which is supposed to happen. Um, dude, thank you very much for all the years of listening. It means a lot. You've been a great participant in the chat. I appreciate the fact that you're a part of this community and that you called in today, man. Thank you so very much. Thanks for having me on, man. Go Niners. VIP Patel. Good to see you, pal. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. And here he is just settling into his seat before I bring him aboard with a, uh, I got to give him one of these. Oy, oy, oy. It's the postman in Capitola. What's oy, going oy, on, oy. man? There's the t-shirt. There it is. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's over here. I got one too. I love it. I love it. I got one too. There he is, the postman in Capitola. I'd wear it, but I don't want to confuse people. I don't want people to think that I'm my own audience. <laughs> you know, the, the beauty of being a postman is supposedly every six weeks, every six weeks we get a three-day weekend. It's called the long weekend. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Our work week starts on a Saturday. So then our, our days off rotate. So Sunday, Monday, Sunday, Tuesday. So then the Friday, Saturday, Sunday is why I'm here today, because I cannot do this from work uh well, i'm glad that a sports phone friday aligned <laughs> with your ability to uh to join us it was so good to see you at plus mania i've always had a question about postman do you really do you worry about like the 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 wednesday before black friday because there's so much direct mail is there what's the worst day of the year to be a postman anytime there's like a holiday on a monday Mother's Day, lots of cards going out on Mother's no, Days. No, it's more when you have like Sunday and then a, a holiday falls on a Monday. So then you have really have like three days worth of mail. So that Tuesday is super stacked. Um, and then, of course, December, because uh, it's already started. The holiday catalogs, the Christmas cards going in and out. Um, and, of course, the packages. I mean, yesterday was nuts. I'm very you, blessed to be off today. Do you have a kindred spirit or do you have a rivalry with like the UPS and the FedEx guy? Oh, very much kindred spirit. Usually wave. Um, not necessarily to the Amazon guys, although I do appreciate those guys. But uh, my, my, the one thing I want to do one day is take a photo. I've, I've done it with the UPS and the FedEx guy, but I want to get like the DHL guy there. And the Amazon guy, they're all on the same street. Everyone, the same team photo, the whole team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just kind of funny how that works out, the way their schedules are moving and where I'm at. Are dogs still on the top of your uh, do not like list? Were they ever? Do you have a problem with dogs on a postal route? Or is that a cliche that we should no longer believe in? No, everyone, there, a dog problem is a real thing, for sure. And, you know, people are always like, my dog's friendly. I'm like, your dog could be having a bad day or I could smell wrong or something. You know, you just don't like me. Um, hey, I've been around I, you. You could never smell wrong. You, you come on. Put off a bad scent or something and, you know, you're going to trigger a dog. So I don't, it's just, uh, 
something that you're always aware of. You know, I got the dog spray and I've, I've had to use it, but I've never been bitten. But I've heard some pretty bad uh, horror stories about uh, people who've had to wrangle, uh, wrestle with a dog. So, That's, By the way, Smiley Dan is shouting you out here saying, uh, you know, Postman, with the longest commute to Palouse Mania, maybe someone else will take a longer trip the next time around. Yeah, that you, you did come from a long way. Really appreciate it. My Postman loves dogs. He has treats for all the neighborhood. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe you got to walk around carrying sausages or something. <laughs> so I do have some dog treats because the carrier before me had kind of set the precedent where he would give some dogs some treats. So I'm 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 not starting any new dogs, but I'm I'm weaning off the the older dogs, and and then once I'm I'm done with that. As a matter of fact, one time I was giving a dog a treat, and I was across the street, and he saw me, and he came running across the street to get a treat in the middle of traffic. And if and if the dog had been hit, I mean I would have been devastated because oh, totally. he was just coming coming to get a treat for me. So I'm I've kind of I'm trying to move away from that. It's not really we're not really supposed to do it anyway. So so yeah. One last mail-based postman question come sure. from the regular Ryan who says, was Newman Ein Seinfeld a realistic portrayal of a postal <laughs> worker? <laughs> it's a great question. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to have to say no, but uh, I mean, the disgruntledness that Newman would, would show off and uh, the laissez fairness in which he approached his job was, would not be the, you know, would, would, wouldn't fly these days. Let's just say. Well, I tell you what, man, I appreciate so many years of of you listening, your loyalty. You're the only person who ever showed up to finally talk with me for the first time who had notes that he wanted to work from. That's one of the more humbling moments of mine. Seriously, there they are. He's still got the notes of questions. Oh, my God, dude. I really mean it, Postman. I'm so lucky to have you as part of this community and part of really my career as a caller, now as a friend of the show. Man, we're, we're, we're I'm, I'm lucky to have you, brother. Thank you so much. And, um, oh, here's something important. Get to know the name of your Postman. Right. I mean, that's I was, was going to finish with that. We, we we have Sandy. Sandy is this wonderful woman who is our our post woman and she delivers the mail. And we love Sandy and we always get a holiday tip for her. Tip your postman this you. holiday. Absolutely. I, I appreciate that so much. You know, I just got 40 bones yesterday from one of my favorite customers. Um, I I. I actually deliver in Soquel, which is the neighboring town here in Capitola, uh, here in Santa Cruz uh, County. And um, it's a little more of an affluent area. I have some $3 million, $5 million homes up on top of hills. And uh, uh, one lady came out one year with a check and I was kind of getting her mail ready for her. And and she she's like, what's your name again? I'm like, Scott, what's your last name? Give her my, I turn, I'm like, what do you need my last name for? She's literally writing me a check. And it was just like, so, so awesome. I just loved it. And Every year now, she, she hits me up. Uh, two last things, actually. Um, I don't want to take up too much time. I've been posting these around SoCal and Capitola. So I'm out and about. I have some stickers going out. And then I'm really bummed because it is a Friday and it is my long weekend. And I have nothing. I'm going to the Niner game on Sunday. Um, but, and I'm really bummed because I just finished my last bottle of um, Blackened. That was the cask strength. Took a $10 off coupon at. Um, Bevmo and bought that. It was like eighty-five bucks. Um, it's a good bottle. It's a good. It's a good buy for eighty-five bucks. It really is. Yeah, for sure. It was delicious. I just finished it off on on Saturday. Had a, a buddy pass away and went to a funeral and then did a little after party and finished it. Then um, shout out to my homeboy Garrick uh, Chatfield. 
I was about um, to say, what's, what's, what, Gary, Gary, this one's for you, man. So sorry that you left us. For Garrig, yeah, Garrig. Um, Garrig. A, a week before his 50th, so total bummer. Oof. But, um, but um, to, to end on a note, and, and maybe a little shot for G, since I did run out of black and I did bring up my bottle of George Dickler for bedroom, I'm not going to share this with my girlfriend because it is 11.39 in the morning, but here's my bottle pool. Let's do it together. Here we go. Let's go. Let's go, deep, right, ready? Let's go. Here we go, Postman. Here we go. Cheers. For Garrick. For Garrick. You're the best, Steve Bruce. I love you, man. I love the, I love all the Plucers. This was so much fun. In six weeks, when I get my long weekend again, hopefully I can join you then. I hope so, too. Happy, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, Postman. Thank you so much, pal. Everybody, go Niners. Love you guys. Monica, shout out, absolutely. And please, tip your Postal service worker this holiday season. It's the ultimate super chat. <laughs> it is. It is. Five bones. If I got five bucks from every customer, I serve over 600 addresses. That would be a pretty good Christmas bonus. That's but- a Christmas right there. And you know what? What's five? Go to 10. Just I insist upon it. Thank you very much, Postman. You're the, You're best, the best, buddy. There he is. We got one more. One more. Niner gang. What's going on, Niner gang? Damon, how we doing, buddy? Doing excellent. I love a camera that allows allows me to look right up your nose. This is fantastic, <laughs> man. <laughs> it's a good thing I trimmed up last night, right? You know, absolutely. Thank you for doing it. Down there, it was like a party favor when you sneeze. I'm um, telling you. First of all, where are you? Where are we talking to you from, Niner Gang? Fresno, California. Well, it's good to have the Valley in the room. Thank you so much for being here. Um, uh, I, I see we got a little chalk talk going on behind you. What, what's what's going on behind you right there? Oh, man, that's my uh, board back there. From, I'm, I'm a project. I'm a construction project estimator. Really? And that's just a list of projects that I have going on. That you're going to be estimating? Yeah, stuff like that. And then then obviously, you know, you got the doodles from my kids, you know, because I do work from home. So my Very nice. So, Got some big know. anime doughy eyes on something right there. I oh, like yeah. that. Very oh, nice. Yeah. Very nice. Well, Niner Gang, man, I know one thing that some of the single greatest sports fans in the state of California reside in Fresno. The Valley really produces great sports fans. Um, what are you here to talk about today? Man, I just wanted to call in on your show, man, and give you much respect, buddy. It took me a little bit in the beginning to warm up to you because you you're really, really aggressive. I had to figure out <laughs> your I had to figure out your intent here, okay? And I think I got it figured out. In what your kind of asshole is he? Is he an asshole? I want to support or not support? Exactly, but you know what? Fine. <laughs> My, what I come up with, Damon, was I want somebody's gonna give it to me straight. I don't like bullshit. I don't like any of this. Fluff me up. Don't make me feel good. Give it to me straight. And I've been watching you and Larry, been watching your shows, and man, whether we like it or not, you're going to give it to us straight, buddy, and I respect that, man. So thank you for that. Well, I I thank you for that very, very much. Again, it's an acquired taste. I always loved what Jerry Garcia would say about Grateful Dead fans, and he'd simply say, look, we're licorice, and licorice isn't for everyone, but the people who like licorice really like licorice, and that's what I always felt that I was. I'm not a show for everyone. You might listen to me and say, nah, just not my cup of tea. But if you do like it, it's it's been overwhelming, the response. And, you know, just from the last couple of weeks watching this this channel grow and an abnormal number of subscribers. I mean, I've, I've uh, 4,000 subscribers in the last month. I was even talking about this with Kruger. He's like, 
dude, are you are you like gaming the system? Are you, are you buying subscribers in some way that is just bullshit? I'm like, I swear to God, I'm not. I've just I have no idea why this experiment on YouTube over the last month really started favoring me or pushing my videos out. I don't know what I did to appease the algorithm gods, Niner Gang, but it, it's happening. And what is happening is people deciding, yeah, this is a little different. And it works here. And the guy that I always wanted on the radio is even a better version of himself over here because he can be for really, really real. And I'm glad that you, I, I'm, I'm honored that you recognize that and it appeals to you. And I thank you very, very much for, for the endorsement. Again, there's nothing more important than a word of mouth endorsement. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart. I really do. No worries, buddy. You earned every bit of it, man. You, Man, it's hard doing what you guys do, man. And all the backlash you guys take. I mean, I watched Larry Grant, Jesse, all you guys. And man, some of these people come at you guys hard. And I'm just like, guys, it's just sports. It's their opinion. You don't like it, don't listen. Simple as shit, you know? But anyways, for all that, man, you know, that was one of my main reason to call in just to give you your flowers, man, and to thank you for the content you put out and all that stuff. But um, let's talk a little Seattle real quick if you got a moment. Get in there. Get in there. Yeah. Get, get, get aggressive. You be an asshole for a change. Oh, I'm going to be an asshole like it is. Game. And I don't see for one single minute the Seattle team coming in and being able to do anything. Whatever points they're going to get is going to be in garbage time. Geno Smith. I don't know. I just feel like these Niners are on a mission right now. Uh, Armstead ain't going to play, but that's okay. Uh, Javon Kinlaw, he's doing, seems to be doing just fine. He did good in Philly. Don't see why he can't do good in Seattle. So I think we're going to go in there. I'm not necessarily going to say it's going to be a route, but we're going to beat them by a good 14. Hey, games, game is on the Niners field. You can't ask for more than that. They are cooking with fire right now. Not exactly up in Seattle. And I just think the Niners are, are where they need to be, and Seattle is not where they need to be. And again, but for DK Metcalf going full on Randy Moss, I just don't know how they're going to do it. I like I, I don't think Noah Fant is going to be the difference in this game. So I, I like the Niners an awful lot, and I don't do cocky. Let me tell you what's coming pregame. That's not who I am. I always got a lot of respect, especially for a division rival coached by Pete Carroll. But this just feels like the Niners are in a good spot. Seattle's in a bad spot, and if everything breaks the way I think it's going to break, this is the Niners loud on Sunday. They were loud on Thanksgiving. It could have been even louder this Sunday. Thank you so much, Niner gang. Bang, bang. Right to you, man. Thank you. Bang, bang, brother. Thanks for having me, Damon. Have a great day, buddy. Thank you for making my day and all the nice things that you said. Very, very nice. I'm telling you, I, I freaking love a little sports phone coming back to reality, coming back here for us. Again, Niners are going to drop, or excuse me, the KNBR is going to drop what I thought was one of their most important properties. I'll pick it up. I'll run with it. Shohei going to Toronto. Is there anything official there? I mean, I've got it on. Is that just what your gut is feeling or are you reporting on? I'm watching MLB Network right now. I'm guessing it would be on the crawl and they wouldn't be talking about the Cincinnati Reds offseason strategy if that were an actual piece of breaking news. But, you know, precincts are reporting that Shohei Otani is really strongly leaning into the idea of being a Toronto Blue Jay. And John Morosi is saying that this decision should come in 24 hours but still wouldn't be finalized due to medicals and all that stuff. 
I just want to know what's going on. I've been waiting, waiting, waiting. And this is very, very nice from uh, Charlene saying, 49ers fans appreciate the honesty. Well, thank you. You got so many other content creators who are lying to you for their own benefit, just trying to get attention. This is the opposite of that. This is actually dealing with observable reality from the eyes of an experienced media member who's been covering the team longer than most of these guys have been online. And that's why it might stand out a little bit. Tag Sports Club says, Damon had to leave the Murph and Ma Marcus show. Miss Pauly too much. I'm now a Damon Bruce dude. Well, welcome, Tag Sports Club. I'm glad that you are uh, a Damon Bruce dude. Very, very much. Again, we got a lot of people in here who I think always, you know, one of the most constant first things that people tell me was, at first, I wasn't sure. But then I kept on coming back, and I realized this is the show that I needed. That, to me, is a compliment. That, to me, means you're not just some sheep who is going to just say, oh, whatever I'm getting served, I'm going to like it no matter what. No, you want to evaluate. Is this person worth my time? Can they earn my respect? And I certainly hope that I can do that with so many of you. I thank you for being a part of this today. I thank you. Um... What do we got going on? Someone's saying it's a, it's official. How come it's not on MLB Network right now? Let me go to the front page of ESPN.com. Do they have Otani to the... No, I don't see it. I don't, where are you getting this? It's official. Do we have it? Is it official? I don't know. There's more than one person in the chat. T from the 203. Damon. Damon is like your favorite sports bar. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, there you go. Shohei Otani. We got Sportacus saying Shohei going to Toronto for oodles of loonies. Is it a false alarm? I think we got a false alarm, folks. I don't think. I don't, I don't know what we got. Look at it this way. The places that I go for, that's official news now. Don't see it. Don't see it. I mean, these websites are all trying to run with even innuendo before it becomes fact, and I'm just not seeing it. Again, MLB Network is in a commercial break right now. It would be just like MLB Network or MLB to be in a commercial break. Well, here, here's another thing. This is why baseball is bad at this, right? Why would you have Shohei Otani be part of a Friday news story? Why would you have him be part of a Monday news story when Fridays and Mondays are dedicated to the NFL weekend that's coming? Why wouldn't you have your Otani news coming out on a Wednesday when you can really own the headlines all to yourself? Baseball can't get out of its own way. Irwin, Otani to Toronto. Look, if that is true, if it is Otani to Toronto, for sure, if that's what it is, Better that than the Dodgers, okay? Better Otani be hidden up in Toronto. Dodger team news saying that he's going to Toronto. That's what, that's, that's what Rick is saying. Dodgers, Dodger team news say he's going to Toronto. Again, until I hear it from Team Otani themselves, 
I'm not trusting anything. Um, I'm not trusting anything there. Not trusting anything yet. But it would be, and it will be a shame, that the single greatest resource baseball has to offer to attract casual fans will be hidden in the outpost that is Toronto. Toronto might be in the American League East, and they might get a little bit more run on TV based on the fact that, um, you know, they play the Yankees and the Red Sox. But he might as well be a Seattle Mariner almost. You know, you are on an off-the-radar Major League Baseball team. Blue Jays, Blue Jays. A lot of people saying they see it, Blue Jays. The regular Ryan's right here. It's uh, Nothing actually happens until I go on vacation. That's when news breaks. Tiger Tank says it's on Sports Illustrated. It was probably generated by an AI employee who's not even real then. I am sitting here on I'm MLB Network right now. They're not talking about it. The fact that MLB Network isn't breaking in with this is what has just happened with Shohei Otani means I don't know if what you think is happening with Shohei Otani is happening with him right now. This is Vlad Guerrero all over again. Oh, boy. Joe. <laughs> Joe says, is Drake getting him to can Ada? Uh, yeah, I, I, is, is Drake rocking Otani jerseys if he is going to be in Toronto is, is guaranteed. Absolutely guaranteed. He's probably going to try to sign him to uh, OVO. How about the fact that I know that, right? Not bad, right? Well, now you got me all curious. Now I can hardly even host a show because I'm waiting for this Otani news. All I can tell you is that if you can't be a giant, then don't be a Dodger. So outside of coming to San Francisco, going to Toronto would be the best possible outcome, right? Now, go get Yamamoto. Ah. <laughs> All right. Well, there it is. Our entire show today was basically Club Plus as we took video calls, as we had ourselves a sports phone Friday. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that this was the glass case of emotions that you wanted it to be already went all over 49ers and Seahawks with Larry Kruger for 49ers Wake Up. That is available to you, and I thank you for being available to me. I thank you for going out of your way to spend your precious free time with me over here. It means an awful, awful lot. Thank you so very much, and it kills me to let you know that as much as I love hanging out with you, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here and like that. Oh, no, well, I guess I should let you know that sports don't build character. They reveal it. And like that, he's gone. Whew.